welcome to the Ike Packers podcast. Go Pack Go. My name is Alex Eichstead, your host. Seven in a row. Go Pack Go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're IKE underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. Green Bay went into Arizona and came out with the victory. Aaron Rodgers, 24-21. Wow, we're going to have some fun, and thank you for tuning in. So let's dive into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'll be your host, and the Green Bay Packers win in Arizona, down seven starters and one defensive coordinator, 24 to 21 in what was a wild game between the top two teams in the NFL cornerback Razul Douglas turning what looked like an Arizona game winning touchdown drive into a miraculous interception in the end zone. I'm amazed. Packers fans, you know where we are right now? You know when the sun sets and it gets golden? We're in the golden age. Aaron Rodgers is in his golden age. This Packers team is golden when he's in the zone because the players react to Aaron Rodgers at any time, at any place. He can get you the ball on offense, whether it's a Hail Mary rolling on the left side of his body or dumping it off in the backfield. It keeps guys playing hard and engaged. Randall Cobb turning back the page for a brace of touchdowns. We've got a great show for you today. And thank you for tuning in from wherever you are listening. Join me in welcoming my co-host, KJ Eichstead, the co-founder. KJ, the Green Bay Packers are 7-1. and How are you feeling? I'm feeling amazing. I'm on cloud nine. Like you said, it's the golden age of the Packers universe, Packers era. Uh, There's two teams in the NFL with seven wins. One of them is the Green Bay Packers, and the other one is the uh, Arizona Cardinals, who just lost to the Green, Green Bay Packers. So... You know, if we're if we're being objective here, like who else is a better team than the Green Bay Packers? Like you could maybe argue Tampa Bay is going to be there. You could maybe argue Los Angeles Rams would be there. But I think they fade in the second half of the year, just given everything Stafford's used to doing. Cowboys, I don't see it. You know, I don't want to sleep on them. But truly, it's like. If you look at the best teams in the NFL, I don't know who you even pluck from the AFC. You know what I'm know. saying? It's like, it's like, what are you going to say, the Bengals? Or are you going to say the Titans, the Ravens? I think maybe the Bills. I think the Bills could Bills be the best team. Bills have a team. legit defense. Well, they really do, and they have a legit offense as well. But, like, I mean, it's not the Chiefs this year. It's not the Chiefs. They could go on a run. Don't sleep on them. But the NFC, it's like it's looking like a crash Ooh. course between the Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And who the heck is going to come out of the NFC? I don't know, Al. Any initial thoughts on that? <laughs> I just can't I can't believe that the Packers just had this game. You know, the fact that they were able to pull it out with all of this adversity against them, it just kind of shows that Aaron Rodgers, he can, he can lead you to victory no matter who's out there. Uh, Randall Cobb, two touchdowns, three receptions. Uh, Jawan Winfrey. He had four receptions for 30 yards. Robert Tanya, three catches, 49 yards. Aaron Jones had seven receptions for 51 yards. They were spreading the field. It was like they made this plan to kind of establish the run game and spread the field with these wide throws early in the game. And it kind of just weakened 
the Packers were able to put up points that way. And it was just, to me, it was just methodical. Uh, you, w- you wouldn't have known that they were down so many good players. And that just shows how crazy stacked this Green Bay Packers team is. That's that's my initial reaction. Uh, what what I do you mean, think about that? Well, just going into the game, we asked Packers fans what were their expectations for the Packers versus Arizona. And then Ben said, angry O'Brien 3 said, a chance to win a football game, same as every other week with QB1. I mean, that's kind of what we're saying. You, Aaron Rodgers yeah. has plenty of adversity. Uh, Spuds McKenzie says they get to play again next week. Okay. You know, so Spuds is basically saying, like, write this one off. Uh, Emma's cousin said, try not to get blown out. Shane says, drubbing. Michael West says, hopefully, at least we keep it close. Adam Colbert says, 50 0 Cardinals. Noxima Jackson says, an L. J.R. Arbay says, great game. And Shaky Gun says win. So the, the predictions were all over the place, but let's just say no one is really expecting anything. I think the Packers came in, and, and you know, it was this weird stat about how they were 6-0 uh, and without Devontae Adams. And so it's like, okay, you know, we should have confidence, this unique swagger, this unique confidence going into this game, even though we're losing, as Rodgers called him, the best receiver in football. You and know, Alan Lazard. There was and an emotional calmness around this team. Yeah, there and was. There was never really like a discrepancy Roger. in the sense where the Packers got like hit in the mouth, like versus San Francisco a couple years ago when they just got like throttled from beginning to end. Like they, they were kind of just like in this game despite the fact that they, they got their receivers knocked off the depth chart. Well, in the um, midweek presser cage, Aaron Rodgers is like, hey, look, they have to scheme for us too. We've got some tricks in the bag. And. The Packers, they they go in thinking, you know, they're the superior team. Uh, they've been called a super team, and I see a super team right now. That's why I call it the golden age. This Packers fans is fun to watch. They've got depth. I mean, EQ made a play last night. I was loving that on a fourth down uh, reception. It's the Packers were that was just big. making plays. Devontae Campbell, another sack. Like, this guy is a leader. Did you see what he tweeted off? He's like, uh, I'm pretty sure that's seven in a row. Mm-hmm. So Devondre Campbell just kind of emerging as this leader, this team cage. has got gold written all over it. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, what, do, what did you think about the offense? Let's dive a little more deep into the game now, looking at the stats. Aaron Rodgers, he finished 22 of 37 with 184 yards passing, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. He took one sack. That's a 75.9 QBR rating with a 90.4 rating. KG, looking at Aaron Rodgers and what he had on offense to work with, how do you think 12 managed uh, this road game? I thought he did great. You know, he had a couple passes dropped. Uh, you mentioned it, the what he had to work with. And I think his numbers would be even better if he had a guy like MVS over the top or a guy like Alan Lazard, sure-handed, a guy like Devontae Adams to just go to. Like, he, he really used Randall Cobb as wide receiver one to the best of his ability. And they have the chemistry, no doubt. Like you mentioned, Economius St. Brown, big-time fourth-down play. Uh, you know... EQ hasn't exactly been Mr. Reliable over his Green Bay tenure, so the fact that they were able to get that play was big. And it just reminds me of 2011. You know, like, 12 managed a game like any top-tier quarterback in the NFL should, you know, like who's been around the block over a decade, which 12 has. 
so it's like every game he's going to give you a chance to win, going back to some of those predictions we were reading off. And, and it just reminds me of that the last time the Packers won a Super Bowl, we had so many injuries. We had so many injuries. We had guys like Nick Barnett go down for the year. I'm blanking on some of the other guys, but we just had countless guys go on injured reserve back before they had this three-week injured reserve thing. And we ended up winning the Super Bowl as like the fifth or sixth seed. We had, we had zero home games, and we just kept winning on the road as a wild card. And we finally just beat the Steelers. Uh, Charles Woodson had a huge fumble. You know, Rodgers played big. Jordy Nelson played big. Jennings had a couple of nice catches. And uh, I see a lot of parallels with this team. You know, like, MVS is going to come back. Lazard's going to come back. Devontae Adams is going to come back. Hopefully, Jerry Alexander comes back. David Bakhtiari is going to come back. Like, Packers are just going to get stronger and stronger. I mean, they're going to get their defensive coordinator back. So it's like this, <laughs> this win on the road against the only undefeated team in the NFL was humongous. I what mean, would you 12? compare it to? What would you compare it to? Oh, that's a tough question. But, like, with 12 on the sidelines, worried sick about his inability to get the ball in the uh, in the end zone in the previous sequence, which he alluded to in his post-game interview. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, especially what happened down there near the goal line. And he was talking about their inability to get the, off, uh, the ball in. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, like, this is as big a win as it gets. You know, road game. It wasn't like it was at home. Like, undefeated team with an offense and a defense and a good coach and momentum. Like, skilled positions. Like, you're dealing with injuries. Packers came in and won this game. Oh, yeah. Man, I don't know and, and what I, to compare it to. It's just like it was the biggest win of the season so far. Like, it's almost like it, you could say it was a statement game. And... It's just as big of a, a regular season win as you could get. You know, like yeah. in, in the first half of the first uh, eight games, eight, nine games, so there's 17 games now, it's as big a win as you can get. Maybe week one you'd want to come out of the gate like super good. But like would you say the win last night was a bigger win or a smaller win than the New Orleans Saints week one jumping of the Packers? I would argue that the win last night has more weight than, than the Saints week one win over the Packers. What do you think? People are dismissing that week one game. At this point, I think they yeah. see what the Packers are when they're clicking. Like Aaron Rodgers, you said it last pod. He came off the plane straight into regular season game one. And, uh, you know, now that he's got it going, it's scary. Kyler Murray, this is what I saw in Kyler Murray, Packers fans. I saw Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I see it in him. He's a guy who's always been smaller. He's undersized out there. And because of that, he's had to been better. You know, he's and he can hit every throw on the field. That's what's scary about Murray is when he's driving late like that. He might put you down, you know, like he's I, a good player, but he gets yeah. flustered if you get the rush in his face. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray's not maybe there yet. I think he's still young, but I like what I see in him. I think he's got a lot of Russell Wilson in him, um, which ultimately gives you a chance at a Super Bowl. Uh, I think he'll give him a shot because I thought I think he plays well, good enough to win that game. It really came down to the A.J. Green play. Uh, if we're for talking about it more, um, kind of a crazy that ending. Bizarre. That was bizarre. The A.J. Green debacle at the end of the game. Like, no one wants to see that. You know, I don't care if you think you're supposed to block. If you're a receiver like A.J. Green and it's like the final play of the game and you're in the end zone and your team needs a touchdown, you got to at least be aware that the ball may be coming to you. You know, that's one of those <laughs> I can't believe that's it, like, dude. It was like, 
That's like if Giannis was acting like he might not receive the ball in an important possession. It's like, dude, you know, you have to be ready for anything. (laughs) And the Packers caught a break there. But we ended up making the plays and winning the game. Making the plays, like you said. They made Uh, the plays. Well, here's what's crazy, Packers fans. Seven and one. Like, let's go through the rest of the schedule. The Packers have at Kansas City week nine. What do you think, Al? Win or loss? Win. Win. Okay, so that would be a tough road win. Uh, we'd be we'd be eight and one. Then we have versus Seattle. We'll see if Russell Wilson's back for that. What do you think about that? That's at home. That's at Green Bay. Win. Okay. Then you have at Minnesota. Here, my my bold prediction is they're going ten in a row. Then they might lose one after that. So I think we're going to win home the next versus three. Los Angeles. Home versus Los Angeles. Home okay. versus Los Angeles. That might be the first loss. Okay, so yeah, if the Packers win at KC versus Seattle and at Minnesota, that'll be 10 in a row. Then we have our bye week, week 13. Yeah, you know, take a loss, and, go and into we the have bye, regroup. I think that's Versus Chicago at the Baltimore Ravens, that could be a loss. That could very well be a yeah. win because the Packers get better as the cold weather, you know, gets more and more cold. Uh, then you have versus Cleveland at Lambeau. That'll be fun on Christmas Day. Wonder if some people will be that. Anything could that. happen. That would yeah, be anything could happen. I mean, will Baker be? <laughs> we might have to have game? a special pod for that one. We Christmas may have Day to have pod. a special pod for that one. At, uh, versus Minnesota and at Detroit. I mean, I'm not even gonna lie. The Pack could literally <laughs> run the freaking table and go 16 and one because of it's the. I mean, like age. that's okay, what's crazy. Back. I don't want, it's back. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, Packers fans, but but I'm looking at the schedule right now. We could run this table. I mean, if you win, if you look at the schedule, if you win at San Fran, if you win at Arizona and at KC, you know, then you have at Baltimore, but those are like our toughest four games, and so far we're 2-0. And, oh. and KC's looking awful. We're looking like we're in great form. You know, it, it is like 10 days away. Packers have been notoriously awful coming off buys. Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's hope that's not the case because we could get smacked in, in a game like that. Uh, you know, honestly, we could go 16-1, and one, and it would be fitting for Rodgers to, like, you know, renegotiate his deal, come in here, like, mess around, get I had this knocked down game. the first game, and then go 16-0 and all the rest of the way. That would be epic. I, I had this thought. You give Rodgers whatever he wants, but you also – keep jordan love <laughs> you just pay two quarterbacks he's too bad you know it's like it's the perfect problem to have because aaron Rodgers is just like you want him around you, no matter what but you also want jordan love around so they should get used to it uh um it's a amazing place to be packers fans this is a golden age on the rushing attack aj Dillon had 16 carries for 78 yards it's a 4.9 average and a 12 long. He had a lot of second efforts. A.J. Dillon was, like, getting extra yards, getting first downs when it was coming from a second effort. Aaron Jones, 15 carries, 59 yards. That's a 3.9 average. He had one touchdown and a 16-yard long. And then Amari Rodgers had one uh, end around, which went for 11 yards. was a nice little play. Uh, but, K.J., the running backs between A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, they put up a— you know, over 120 yards together. How did, how, did you think they controlled the game? I think the Packers have a really dangerous running back tandem. I think A.J. Big Legs Dillon has got to get on the field even more. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. Um, 
you know, he's just so hard to bring down. There was one unique sequence where it's like, why wouldn't they run A.J. Dillon at the goal line? Like, fourth and one, you know, first and goal, that kind of stuff. And the Packers just didn't. You know, they tried to do some cute stuff out of the shotgun, Aaron Jones, like, deflected passes. Next thing you know, you turn the ball over on downs and get zero points. So it's like, <laughs> why don't why just make it complicated? Like, yeah. you know, the Seahawks showed us that a few years ago in the Super Bowl. Just run the ball. Marshawn Lynch, you know, and, and use A.J. Dillon. So that was the only thing. Um, but I thought, like, our running game, that's one thing. I think that's one of the big elements of the Packers' success here is, like, a running game is steady. You know, it kind of, like, allows your offense to have something to work with week in and week out. Whereas, like, maybe if you have a high-flying passing game and, mm-hmm. you know, conditions are off, like it's cold, it's wet one game, one of your receivers is off – lockdown corner on the other team some pass rush whatever it might be well that might allow you to like get in a hole and 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 feel like you're pressing as we've seen in the past with guys like baker mayfield even patrick mahomes and rogers but if you have a running game you kind of keep the blitz at bay you know you keep the linebackers at bay a little bit you allow for the play action which with a player like rogers doesn't matter who's running deep a play action will keep any defense honest so it's like when we get MVS back, when we get Devontae back, Alan Lazard back, it's just going to be more exciting. Do want to say a special prayer for uh, Robert Tanya, and I hope he gets well soon. He looked like he hurt himself rather badly. He was able to get off the field, but, you know, Matt LaFleur even said himself it's not looking too good. So, so the Packers really need him. Uh, we'll see what options become available. You know that Goot is looking all over the place. Oh, yeah. I mean, Goot's going to be looking, but the Packers have depth. It showed really this week. Being down, Devontae Adams, MVS, and then Alan Lazard, the leading receiver who had seven receptions for the Packers was Aaron Jones for 51 yards on 11 targets. He was getting involved in the passing game. And then Jawan Winfrey had four receptions for 30 yards on six targets. I just had a chemistry with him. Yeah, it was like I saw chemistry with DeGuara, too. You know what? Some of these plays where Rodgers is throwing no-look passes at these guys, they have to be ready at pretty much any moment, any moment, because he can sling the football in there, even if they're not open. Uh, EQ, Amari Rodgers, he's got a lot to work with still, and that's why I feel good about the offense, no matter who he's out there with. Cage, let's flip to the defense, though. Razul Douglas led the way with nine solo tackles, two pass deflections. Was that, is this guy going to be the uh, this next Sam Shields, you know, the next ah. breakout? <laughs> you know, the Packers are going to need all the defensive backs they can get going against Tom Brady, as we've kind of projected. I just have a feeling it's going to happen, and even if it doesn't, you know, like the Packers are going to have to play some very, very, very talented receiving cores. And, and some very talented quarterbacks who go beyond just the one read. And if you look at Kyler Murray, he's very much a one to two read quarterback. Like if his first guy's not open, he's probably looking to scramble. Same with if, if it's maybe some miracle he looks into his second read. And if that guy's not open, he's looking for, for just to scramble for sure. But a guy like Rodgers will go through like, you know, three, four reads. A guy like Tom Brady will go through like five, six reads and just scan the entire field continuously, maneuvering the pocket the entire time. And then unleashing a, a, a pass that goes for a big gain, 
Um, Kyler Murray, you could see, like, didn't really do that. And you got to give a lot of credit to guys like Dean Lowry exploding through the line. Guys like Rashawn Gary really setting the tone with a early face mask on Kyler Murray. Um, yeah, you know, just like <laughs> Devondre Campbell, like, getting, getting sacks. Oh, man. Uh, Kyler Murray, like, when he got going... There was no time to get cute. You had to bring him down uh, right then and there, and that's what Devondre Campbell kind of proved during his sack. But, yeah, you know, it's uh, the defense, once again, Stokes got burned. He got burned. It's worth noting that. But, I mean, every week the man goes up against, like, the best receiver on the opposing team. As a rookie, I think it's just a good, putting out good defenders. You it's just good that yeah. he's getting all this playing time. You know, he's going to get in the playoffs, and he's going to be like, okay, you know, same game, different week. And uh, it's good for him that he's, like, he's learning curve. a little bit yeah. so he doesn't get too high, too low. And like you said, you know, the, the cornerbacks, the other defensive backs stepping up, it's, it's really something else. Darnell Savage continues to be all around the football field. Adrian Amos continues to play well. Uh, the linebackers playing well. I will have to say, you know, the defensive line has been playing great these last two weeks. Got to give credit where credit's due. Hey, I think that's... That's kind of what you got to say is the defense has just found a way all year so far after that first game. They found a way to give Rodgers a chance to win. And the Packers have been doing that. They've been winning a lot of close games. And KJ, I want to take it, you know, into our good Packers, bad Packers segment. Mm -hmm. Packers fans, this is where we get to keep it a little more objective. Uh, Say something good or something bad. Uh, that just was unfortunate or something. And the good Packers is, you know, the clutch plays this year. Like the Mason Crosby field goal kick, the Aaron Rodgers drive with Devontae Adams, the Razul Douglas interception, the clutch moments. It seems like the Packers have had the upper hand. That's my good pack. What, what do you think about that? I think so, and, and we've talked about this in previous pods, but, like, the fact that Rodgers is this old and he's just seen this many defensive sets in front of him, he's just seen this many game scenarios, his decision-making is going to improve over time. And, you know, he's so skilled. He's got the arm strength still. He's got the mobility for the most part. That will give you, like, a competitive advantage. And even Matt LaFleur, like, he's entering, you know, he's been with the Packers for a while as well. Like, he's had multiple years in the playoffs where, you know, they've gotten beyond <laughs> the first round. And the, the, the floor deserves more credit. I mean, shout well, out to that, man. This guy just wins games, too. Well, even if you think yeah. a guy like Kenny Clark, Jay Alexander, you know, Kevin King, uh, you know, David Bakhtiari, like Devontae Adams, these guys have been so close that it, it, it is almost, it's been a while, essentially. For a they've been around for a while, where it's like... Is that what you're saying? Well, you could say it's clutch, but it's almost like muscle memory at this point. They're just like, look, I'm yeah. sick and tired of getting this close. Like, let's go and win it. So I think, you know, it is a little bit of clutch factor, but it's also like, look, we've just been around so long, we know how to do it. Yeah. No, I think the experience is showing. That's my good pack. Do you have another good pack? Mm, my good pack is the fact the Packers are the hottest team in the NFL. You know, like, every That's week we just win... Whether it was at the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, just like staying close, but separating in the <laughs> all division. those field goals, you know, and, and then it was, you know, early in the year, San Francisco, whether it was versus Washington, the trap game at Chicago, at Arizona on a short week. I mean, this this past week was, I think, all encompassing good Packers. You know, the fact that we got that yeah. win in the way we did, 24-21, a close game. It's not like it was like a gimme. It's not like it was stress-free. If the Packers would have lost that game, 
it would have been one of those games where every single thing is like looked at in super high detail and like second guess like should the Packers have taken the field goal there you know and gone up 20 uh you know 27 21 you know like there was so many little details like should they have burned all their timeouts early you know should they have had that delay of game penalty on the goal line like all of these things like should the officials reviewed that one play uh in the final moments when they just gave Arizona the first down. I actually forgot to mention that. So, so the fact that the Packers won this game in a close uh, fashion is good for their overall season trajectory. Like, it's like the team is figuring out how to ways to win. When you, when you have seven wins and one loss in a, an eight-game span, you win games. You know, some of them are more of a blowout than others. For example, like the 35-17 uh, win versus Detroit in Week 2, that was a game when the Packers just had their way. But, you, you know, you had closer games like 30-28 in San Fran. You had the overtime win versus the Cincinnati Bengals. This was down to the, la- the wire. It, exactly. So it's like it's good to have all sorts of wins because in the playoffs, you're just going to need a win by any means necessary. And well, sometimes like we're gonna you'll get to the see playoffs. that stat thrown out there. You'll see that stat of, like, uh, in especially in basketball, like, you know, record with games de- de- like decided in the last, like, you know, two minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and in football, I think the Packers have kind of – played in a lot of those games within one score in the last two minutes and they've come up victorious so that's that's a great sign let's flip it to the other side the bad packers for me mm-hmm. it was it is too many short field goals and i just want to take you back to the Mercedes lewis sequence here packers fans so Mercedes lewis in the end zone gets targeted from rogers and makes this unbelievable one-handed snag, just a clean one-handed grab. And it would happen so fast, and it's ruled a touchdown initially, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then on the first look of the replay, it's clear that Mercedes Lewis did not get his mm. second foot inbounds. And it's kind of just like you went from like, wow, the spectacular one-handed catch touchdown to now touchdown doesn't count. Then the Packers do not punch the ball in the end zone there, and they have to settle for a 21-yard field goal. And so those type of things kind of, they just put you in tougher situations. And I think that's just kind of my bad Packers is uh, there's moments in the red zone where the Packers are just in these real tough situations, either taking short field goals or having to go for fourth and, you know, fourth down yardage. So how about you, KJ? What's your bad pack? You know, I would just say, like, the Packers getting a little uh, trigger-happy on fourth down. I think, like, it hasn't come back to bite them yet, but you don't want to be in the playoffs, like, just with an opportunity to put three points on the board in a hostile road environment. And, and, you know, when when you're asking 12 to get you three points at the end of the game, as we've seen multiple times this year already— he can get you a quick 30, 40 yards with, like, zero timeouts in 20 seconds. And then Mason Crosby can get you a field goal. So, so the difference between a, the Packers potentially needing seven points at the end of the game and needing three points at the end of the game uh, or, or just to, like, take the win or whatever to tie it is big. And last night, you know, the Packers turned the ball on, on downs, I believe it was twice. And luckily, by some miracle, you know, they still won the game. Like, it didn't come back to hurt them. That is huge. You know, if the Packers added just six extra points— uh, you know, that, then you're looking at a 30-21 victory, and then it's a nine-point uh, differential. So it's like even if Arizona took the took the ball in the end zone and got that two-point conversion, they still wouldn't have had enough points. So 
you know, that's that's my biggest thing. I think that's uh, Matt LaFleur kind of deferring to Rodgers and Rodgers being fiery and being like, I'm pissed at myself for not making this third down throw or this second down throw and this terrible play call on first down. So I'm going to decide to go for it on the six yard line. Uh, you know, like it just, just, it's like, it's going to be hard to tell Rodgers no in those moments naturally. So like when yeah. you see Rodgers and the floor next to each other on the sidelines and like the floor is like, the ball. it's funny, you know, cause the floor is just like, Hmm. I, I mean, clearly 12 is, is the final say here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so, so that's my bad pack. I think in the playoffs, you're going to need to really just like, nope, we're taking the three points. Like we're going to go up on the road. We're going to you know, keep this manageable if we need a final drive. Uh, yeah, so, so it's like how many times have we seen the Packers on that final drive need seven points instead of just three points? And they've been able to get so far, but maybe they can't punch in the end zone. So just kind of like learning from, from those uh, things in the past and then kind of applying them going forward because it, it's, it's Super Bowl or bust, baby. Yeah, I think the Arizona Cardinals, if they're looking at it, they're saying, hey, we had that Rondell Moore punt where the ball goes off of their return man oh, you know, a special thing they're probably enough. you know in agony over that they had the kyler murray interceptions uh through two interceptions he finished 22 of 33 274 yards zero touchdowns two interceptions you know kyler murray gave him a chance you know aj green didn't make the play and Cage, I think now's the perfect time to hit Ike Packers and see how people felt about <laughs> that interception and just win. So we as Packers fans, how does it feel to knock off the undefeated Arizona Cardinals? And we've gotten 184 responses. Cage, you want to read some off for us? Ah, pulling up the tweet real quick. Pull up the tweet. I, <laughs> I got the first one. All right, go for it. <laughs> Bernie Sanders mittens at far runner. Matt says it feels incredible. And without Devontae Lazard, MBS Jair, man, this one is special. So proud. Trenton House says feels fantastic. We don't really need Joe Barry anymore. LOL. <laughs> Madtown Shane says doesn't matter who it is. Winning that way is joyous. Agree. Agree Ryan with that. Denefrio, I'm having a heart attack. That's how it feels. FHL for kids says, like, no one can accuse the Packers of being pretenders for the crown. Understandable. You know, you can't really accuse a team that's came into the opposing team's, you know, undefeated, only undefeated, uh, undefeated team in the NFL's home turf and serving them up in the L without their defensive coordinator. I mean, that that's pretty impressive. Uh, Kenneth Pepsi 48 says, I was so nervous about this one. Now I can relax. Agree. Agreed. Robson Costa says, what an amazing game. How could you not be romantic about football? We're the best team in the league and without our key players. Leo Ray says, amazing. Three exclamation <laughs> points. Uh, Skunjili Man uh, says, like my blood pressure won't recover. Paranoid says, like blasting queens, we are the champions as loud as I can in my apartment complex and having the cops sing it in tune with me when they get there hashtag embrace the pack hashtag go pack go <laughs> ken johansson says in their crib and bust they ass about the cards best team in football f out of here let's f and go hashtag go pack go <laughs> legend blessed says uh imtt so he's got this gift for this kid 
in Timberlands, just, um, you know, just doing some break dancing on top of the cafeteria. It's pretty funny. Uh, Coach Cleats says, Coach Cleats 66 says, that was the game of the year. I mean, it was coming down to the final moments. Like, the Packers had every opportunity to put that one away, and they just let Arizona stay in until the end. It's a miracle it didn't go into overtime. You know, like, think about it. Arizona had a chance to, and multiple chances to win it. If we didn't get that turnover, they're kicking the field goal and they're going into overtime, and they have the better weapons, you could argue. You know, in the circumstances of that game. Hey, if they so get it's the like, ball, they can score. I mean, that play, that interception at the end was so massive. It was so massive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just want to read off a few more. Brittany Marie says, I was told all week we were going to get our butts kicked. This feels amazing. I'm fired up. Hashtag go, Pat, go. Shane says, doesn't matter who, we, who it is, winning that way is joyous. Adam Colbert says, indescribable. 034XX124 days says, effing great, with a meme that says, Packers being good, and then this Arizona Cardinals fan <laughs> saying, league, he's crying, he says, league weeping. <laughs> Cujo Cujo dropped the meme of Aaron Rodgers. Packers fans, oh, have, I'm sure you've seen this. Uh, this this is hysterical. When Rodgers gets hit late, drawing a uh, pat, roughing the passer penalty, his helmet flies up on his face, and they capture this photo of Aaron Rodgers with his uh, chin strapped over his nose and his eyes just, <laughs> you know, looking all. I mean, crazy. that is geeked. That uh, it's, it's just hilarious, and uh, that is just a funny, funny little sequence. And Rodgers is. He's got the helmet like halfway off his head. Oh. Yeah, so you know that that's a good one to take a look at if you haven't seen that yet. I mean, what's next? You know, a heck of a matchup at Kansas City. So talk about hostile road environments. Kansas City needs a win in the worst way. I believe they're three and four right now at the time of this recording, and they are going to desperately need a win versus Green Bay. So hopefully, we can serve them up another loss. I think it would be sweet if Kansas City didn't even make the playoffs. I think that would be unreal. Uh, you know, Kansas City's starting to realize what happens when you give a quarterback a $500 million contract, <laughs> you know, yeah. which, which they haven't really negotiated. But they're going to undergo the same cap struggles that every team who pays, you know, tons and tons of money goes through. So that's what's next for the Packers. Unbelievable matchup. Alex, any final thoughts for today? I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be – another brilliant game you can't sleep on him he's still got his guys he's still got all the ability to you know pull off any win they're four they're three and uh they're four and three and four i think they could go nine and nine and four if they you know got it going and so the packers just need to come out with the win keep them humble you know kind of knock them out of that playoffs like you said cage take the wind out of their sails Mm -hmm. packers fans we just want to say thank you for joining the podcast today uh, if you like this show, make sure to go check out Ike Barks with NBA champion Pat Connington. Yep. That show is awesome. Uh, there's listeners in 95-plus countries around the world. So thank you, Packers fans, for tuning in wherever you are listening. And tell another Packers fan about the show. It's the number one way you can help us grow. Also, Ike Badgers podcast. They're, the Wisconsin Badgers are taking on number nine Iowa this weekend going to be a tremendous game we've got great content over there player interviews uh we actually have a signed ike athlete caesar williams that plays for the wisconsin badgers so really cool content i 
again, KJ, thank you for joining. Packers fans, thank you. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. If you enjoyed this episode of the Ike Packers podcast and want to help the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we can continue to give great value to you. As always, till next time, Packers fans, go Pack Go. Go.